The following is brought to you by Braided Media. Great day, amazing humans. Yes, welcome to Empowered in My Skin, the podcast. We feature guests of varying backgrounds and lived experiences to share their empowering stories, knowledge, and insights. Our goal is for you, the listener, to fill your mind with empowered thoughts to further empower your human. I'm your host in Kitchen Waffle Robinson and founder and CEO of EIMS. I'm an experienced technology executive, an author, an international federation of bodybuilding pro athlete, an inspirational speaker and viral sensation with speeches that have over 7 million views worldwide, and most recently awarded WXN Most Powerful Women in Canada. I trust that you are already feeling empowered. So please listen, leave a review, share the podcast, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. For now, I'm your girl. Let the show begin. Yes, great day, amazing humans. I'm back with the next episode of Empowered in My Skin, the podcast. My next guest is the founder of Fresh Start Hub, a platform dedicated to helping newcomers, immigrants, and international students achieve their career goals faster through initiatives like the Fresh Start Podcast, the Fresh Start Mentorship Program, and the Fresh Start Career Information Sessions. In addition to that, he is active in the community and he serves on the board of Horizons for Youth, a shelter for at-risk and homeless youth between the ages of 16 to 24 years old in Toronto that provides youth with the support they need to escape from the cycle of poverty and leave the streets behind. Now put your ears together for my next amazing, inspiring guest, David Ojanika. Thank you so much for having me, um, Nkechi. Thank you. My absolute pleasure. Thank you for saying yes to being on this podcast. So here's your time. Here's the moment. Tell us more about you, the human um, that you are. Um, Thank you so much, Nkechi, for having me on the show once again. Um, My name is David, like you rightly said at the beginning, and I moved to Canada eight years ago as an international student. Um, I don't know. Maybe I should start from my background. I didn't have it very easy growing up. My parents um, weren't like um, they were very, very at the bottom of the the ladder, if you call them. Um, But fortunately for me, I was able to come to Canada because my mom um, went out of her way to, as as a primary school administrator in Nigeria, you know, she was handing um, Canadian equivalent of about $120 a month, and she was able to um, get a big loan and also go out of her way to 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 solicit for funds. Plus, what I was able to save up to to get me to Canada. So I came I came here eight years ago as an international student to study um, international business management. And afterwards, the the dilemma I would say of of an of a new graduate of an international student who is if a recently graduated international student came in because I was I applied for so many jobs and the doors doors were slamming at my face until um, I worked at Walmart. I was I was working in the dry goods section and also I was also doing some time in the customer. Um, service area of, of, of Walmart, one of the outlet stores. And then I um, got an opportunity at a nonprofit organization 
um, where I worked in the capacity of an executive assistant, a project manager, an operations manager. I was wearing so many hats because I was the only um, full-time employee that um, was was hired. Every other people were volunteers. Um, so, and after doing that for three years, I transitioned to RBC, Royal Bank of Canada, as an executive assistant to vice president. And um, while I was in that capacity, I went back to school to do my master's at Queen's, uh, Master's of Management, Innovation, and Entrepreneurship. And, um, you know, while I was doing the program, I got trans- I transitioned to a co-op student. It was a very big risk that I took. I was scared, but I needed to pivot my career and switch to something that is not just administrative, but something more um, strategic. And I got an opportunity as um, a strategy and analyst um, co-op student for eight months and I transitioned um, afterwards to a portfolio plan manager role and now I work as a portfolio manager um, in, in the risk management group and um, I'm a father of two boys um, and um, my wife and I just recently welcomed um, a baby um, who is one month old actually so um, it's been a very interesting journey I would say but I'm very, very grateful for the opportunity that Canada has afforded me and also the opportunity to be able to serve other people through the Fresh Start Hub. So that's it about me. Outside, and um, what I love to do for fun pre-COVID is playing <laughs> ping pong. I love playing ping pong. And, but right now, because of COVID, I just um, watch movies or I'm busy working on Fresh Start Hub initiatives. So that's, that's it about me in a nutshell. Um, I don't know if, if there's still more to, to if, if, if I can. I think there's always everything. more inside of us. I think, yes, you know, yes. but I, I get it. That's your, that's your summary. That's your summary of self that's yes. taking us through the high yes. points of your journey. And so, you know, thank you for that. And, you know, the demonstration of resilience and, and overcoming and believing in oneself, I think, um, really permeated in that story. So, you know, I'm big on affirmations and mm-hmm. with a story like that, and what you've had to go through to get to where you are on today. What's your great I am? I am a go-getter. Because, and the reason why I said I am a go-getter is because I'm somebody that when I set my eye on the goal, I give it my best. I give it my best to achieve it. Because at the end of the day, even if you know, quote and unquote, what I aspire to achieve, I didn't get it. I tried to tell myself that, I tried to ask myself the question that, did I give it my best? Did I give it my best shots? Did I try everything I could have done? What could I have done better? You know, so, um, because at the end of the day, I want to make sure that at least within my within my ability, within what I know, I did my best. So, mm-hmm. um Yeah. That's that's what I would say. That's the I am about me. That's a great I am. I am a go getter. So thank you for that. So I um I <coughs> recognized you you had uh, when did you when did your when was your boy born? It was a few months, about a month or so ago. Yeah, a week um four weeks ago. Four he weeks was born ago, on April April. Um, he was born on April 9th. Okay, so you've had an interesting 
COVID, ex- COVID pandemic experience, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. you know, I've been asking pretty much all of my guests that I've been interviewing through this season of pandemic, you know, what have you discovered most about yourself during this season of life? Um, hmm, that's a very, very interesting question. What I would say that I've discovered about myself is that I have the ability to actually be a leader. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. Prior to now, I've always doubted myself that, you know, it's it's not possible for me to start anything or even, you know, I had that inner doubt inside of me, even though I come up to a lot of people like, you know, very positive, very, I still doubt myself sometimes. And so, and again, because of maybe uh, things that has happened, that have happened to me in the course of my life. So I used to think that, you know, it's impossible. Like it's, it's not possible for me to start anything and, and it will thrive, you know, or have the ability to attract people to a common goal. But um, starting the first ad hub has, has shown it shown to me that, you know, I have the capacity of doing that. I remember when, I, <clears throat> excuse me, I remembered when I started the podcast, I was worried that who's going to listen to it, you know, uh, maybe it's going to fail. Maybe who's even going to say yes to me to, to be a guest. And interestingly, you said yes first and um, <laughs> other people follow suits, interestingly. But, you know, I remember that the first few episodes, I, I think maybe the first two, three episodes, the maximum listen time was like 17 seconds. You know, and then I started thinking to myself that, oh my God, you know, it's, 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 is it even worth it? I realized that the more I kept pushing, the more I kept going and the emails started rolling in. Like people I would never have thought would send me emails where he's sending me emails saying that, you know, I'd like to be a guest on the podcast or um, I like what you're doing. Keep, keep, keep it up, you know, and people started reaching out to me that how can I be a part of this? How can I volunteer for you? How can I serve, serve you? How can I be, you know, and it's interesting that we, we, uh, it, it has helped me to be able to see that side of me that, you know, I have the capacity to actually lead amazing, brilliant set of human beings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, right now we have, um, we currently have someone, an associate partner from Accenture who reached out to me himself saying, you know what, how can I provide strategic advice and help you with what you're doing? I want to help you. Mm-hmm. And he currently sits on the board of the organization. I, di- I didn't know this guy from anywhere. I didn't know him nice. before. So imagine having to interview like, an associate partner and um, he, he, he put himself on that. Like he said, um, can you interview me for one hour so that I can see that I'm really, really passionate about this. Mm-hmm. And I began to think to myself that like, what's like, you know, during the interview, I was thinking to myself, you are the one that should be interviewing me because <laughs> I really, and, but, but, you know, it's very interesting because the guy was very scared that maybe I'm not going to say yes to him. Maybe I'm just going to email him and tell him like, you know, unfortunately after the conversation, I didn't find you. I didn't, I didn't think you bring any value to the, to the table. So the guy was emailing me like, emailing me like the next day and saying, um, when do I expect to hear Brad back? And I'm wondering what, like, you know, so this, this COVID has taught me that, you know, it has brought out that leadership side of me and helped me to see that I'm the one that was standing in the, in my own way mm-hmm. of, 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 of launching something and I, that I have the ability to be a leader. And, you know, I currently have three people 
who are supporting. And, you know, the interesting thing is that, you know, it's another thing to just have like people who reached out to you, but all these guys have MBA. Um, one of them have MBA. One of them have like, they all have master's degree really. And I thought to myself, I wouldn't have thought that those kind, I would even attract those kind of people or those kind of people who raise up their hand and say, I want to be a part of what you're building. So, um, the COVID has, has, has made me to see that, you know, I have leadership capacity inside of me. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's what I was, that's the story that I can think of right now. Yeah. And so, you know, I feel led to say this, but I think greatness attracts greatness. And so mm-hmm. there's greatness mm-hmm. within you that maybe you don't see it and maybe you don't vocalize it or it's not part of your, your mm-hmm. vernacular, like you're not articulating in that way. But the minute you decided mm-hmm. to unleash your greatness, mm-hmm. you attracted greatness. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. That's that's absolutely true. That's complete. That's very true. Yeah. So yeah. So you know you're know you're great. I love that. So um, before we get to like Fresh Start Hub, because I really want to understand like what you have curated there and what you've been building. Like, what makes you jump out of bed in the morning? Huh, well, do you jump out of bed? Question. I jump out of bed. So I just assume everybody jumps out of bed. I don't hit the snooze button. In fact, I disabled that function. <laughs> what gets me out of really is that I've come to learn that, like, when people send text messages that, you know, um, I got a job as a result of, you know, the events that you guys put together. Uh, I got an interview, you know. I've been trying to apply for jobs for for several several weeks or sorry several months and um recruiters that i wouldn't have the opportunity to even meet i got to meet them and you know i got called for an interview because they they remembered me at at that event so um those text messages of people saying um you know the resources that the first startup provides for them is is helping them get makes me excited and also my two boys, because the ability to, um, whenever I remember that, you know, I hold it to them to be able to give them a better life and, um, you know, a better list of life than I had is one of the reasons that pushed me out of bed in the morning that uh, on days when I don't feel like it, I, when I look at them, I feel like, you know what, I have to keep going. I have to keep pushing. So um, the, the fulfilling, the people, the, the people whose lives are being transformed and are being impacted as a result of um, the Fresh Start Hub and my my two boys is what um, gets me out of bed every morning. I I am so excited that and I'm grateful for the opportunity to even start to to take the initiative to launch it and also the opportunity to be the the father to these amazing boys. So yeah, that's that's because I don't see it like a right. I see it as a privilege, and I don't want to abuse that place. So that's um, what gets me out of bed every day. So you touched on earlier, I mean, as part of your intro, you talked about, you know, the career aspect of, of who you are, um, of your journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my next question is around, you know, where does your career and the work you do and the mission that you have for Fresh Start Hub, what's the intersectionality of those? Um, I would say that. Um, the because my my job has a lot of stakeholder management, like um, talking to a lot of senior leaders and understanding their pain points, understanding um, 
what their project plan for for the next fiscal year is and all that, and also understanding you know the benefits that it will bring to the organization. So my my the intersection between that I, I would say is that the old relationship management piece, but outside of that, there's really um, no. Um, it's it's completely different because the the work I do with the first start hub has a lot of um sales 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 skill sets involved in it, I would say, because the ability to be able to um sell people on a, a particular idea and try to get them on board to be a part of what you're 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 driving is very, very critical. Without that, there will be no fresh start off. So, but I would say that, you know, the ability to also convince stakeholders that, you know, um, in as much as you want to do this project, this um, recommendation based on what I'm seeing and based on benefits it will bring to the organization. So I can say that that's, that's an intersection, but outside of that, like the first start hub is just like the goal is to help immigrants, um, to 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 navigate their career faster and because a lot of them have been disproportionately impacted so i i, I don't know if that answered the question but that's 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 what comes to my mind to ask that question right now yes i i mean i love having this conversation often um I have it with like mentees um especially new immigrants right like they feel that you know the who they are in their personal life or where they do their passion work is different than who they are in the job that they're getting paid for, you know? And mm-hmm. I always try to find the commonality because when you can, you know, you know, t- when you're a whole person, you know, that's, the, you're at your, you're at your, your, you know, that level of authenticity um, where mm-hmm. it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what you do, the elements of who you are come through. And so that was more the mm-hmm. foundation of my question because I don't, unless of course I'll ask, you know, is there, when you think about who you are career, would you say, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. I'm a totally different person when I'm doing an interview? Or do, is it the same David? <laughs> oh, you mean at work and when I'm doing interviews? Yeah. <laughs> I would say it's, I would, to be honest, like I would say it's completely different, David, because um, it's more like... Like I try to build relationship with the people that I'm interviewing with. I get them to a level of comfort where, because most of the, some of those people are senior leaders that I've never met before, you know, like um, the president of digital arts KPMG, for example, I've never met him before in my life. And um, I want to make sure that um, we get to a place of comfort where can be able to share directly from his heart, right? So um, that's that's not something, at least I'm not at that level in my career yet, but um, that's not what I do in my day-to-day. Most of my day-to-day are me taking directions versus telling people what direction they should go. So um, I'm not, so that's, I wouldn't say that there's there's really, a similarity okay. uh, to to a higher to a very high degree. Um, do I do I hope to get to that point in my career? Yes, absolutely. Um, do I hope to get to like a role where I can be able to put all these things, you know, wear the same hat I'm wearing as as an interviewer on a podcast, the same hat, a similar hat. I'm like that would be like a dream come true, <laughs> you know. So yeah, that's that's I wouldn't say I'm there yet, but yeah, because. 
I'm still at the level of a contributor right now. I'm not in, in my career, but I believe that I'll get I'll get to that point at uh, at some point in the in the nearest future. And I love it. And you know, I just I'm I'm led to say this, and I would say it takes very special people to kick off missions like you are doing. You know, you came here as an immigrant. You recognized a need to create a platform and a space for new immigrants to thrive and to share their story. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. every human on this planet does that. You know, thank you. And even in the workplace, you know, the big, big company that you work for, there's few people that make the time to do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. When you could blend that mm-hmm. and become one with that mission, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you'd be surprised how much more powerful you'll be. Don't ask me why I just, I didn't make that up. I just felt led to tell you that. Thank you. Thank you. Find, I, the, I, find the blend. I, yeah, I, I hope to get there. Like I said, I hope to get there and get you're, that blend. You're actually, really so you're there. It's in both of that is in you. You just haven't made that connection. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> then maybe, maybe I need to be, I need to participate or attend one of your sessions. We'll have a get... conversation after this. I love it. I love it. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. you know, just before I get into rapid thrivers, you know, and you, I'm giving you the mic, the whole world can hear you. Mm-hmm. And there's many people out there that, want to just start fresh, you know, mm-hmm, just a mm-hmm. fresh start. Mm-hmm. What would you say to them? Oh, thank you. This is like my sweet spot. I would say that, um, number one, first believe in yourself that you have the capacity to do whatever you want to do. Because no matter how educated, how brilliant, how talented, how smart you are, if you don't believe in yourself, nobody's going to do it for you. That's the starting point because you want to make sure that you get the foundation. Very, very, you want to get the foundation right. However, when you have the belief, let's say that you know you get pumped as a result of this conversation, but then again, after a few days or a few hours, you get deflated. Maybe as a result of Two things, because the gateway to your heart is your eyes and your ears. So the things you see and the people you expose yourself to, which is like the voices you're hearing, the information you expose yourself to, goes a very long way in determining whether that belief that you've, you now have in yourself will last long or it's just going to be temporary. So you want to carefully select the people you surround yourself with. One of my mentors said something. He said, surround yourself with OQP, only quality people. You know, so make sure that the people you surround yourself with are quality people. And what I mean by it, it doesn't have to, it doesn't mean that maybe you have some people who are no good or who are not adding in anywhere in, the, in their own life or they've made the decision that they want to settle and be and live a mediocre life. You don't just call them and say, hey, I don't want to have anything to do with you. You want to make sure that you are the one impacting them and they are not the ones 
infecting you mm. because infection is different. Infection is different from infection. Mm. So when there, when an infection is bad, an infection is a bad word. Infection or affection are positive words. So when you are the one impacting them, then they don't have a huge impact on you. So first thing first, lay the foundation of believing in yourself and then expose yourself consistently to quality people, people who genuinely want to see you do well, people who would not make fun of your dreams, people who would not tell you that, oh, you have that dream, people like you cannot achieve such dreams. But people would ask probing questions to say, okay, you want to achieve this dream. Tell me about the plan you want to, you have to achieve this dream. And then they can, if you are not going in the right direction, they can say, okay, these are my own suggestions. These are the ideas. These are the plans. These are the things. These are the ways. These are the resources that can help you to kickstart that dream. Not people who will give you 1,001 reasons why it's impossible. I always tell people when they give me so many reasons why what I'm trying to do is impossible, I say, but can you give me one reason that you think it can work? But the moment I see that they don't have any one reason, they are very, very, very negative about everything, you know, then I realize that this person does not really, is not supposed to be my circle. Because, and I know some people might be thinking, some people might be thinking, okay, how do I, am I saying that people should not give candid feedback? That's not what I'm saying. Candid feedback means somebody give you a feedback and they tell you the solution, like their own suggestion of how you can solve it. So that would be what I would say to people who are trying to start afresh and try trying to pick their life, uh, get their lives um, all over again, because, you know, um, the foundation is really, really important. Awesome. Thank you for that. And I have a question for you. Do you believe that every day is a fresh start? Yes. Yes. Because okay. we all have a new 24 hours every okay. day. So remember I spoke about blending life. Yes. So the message you just gave about a fresh start mm -hmm. could be applied every single day to the people you work with. Hmm, hmm, that's how hmm. you start to blend hmm. who you are hmm, hmm. It's perspective that's a very good a very i'm gonna write that down <laughs> okay and so as you write that down i'm going to get into um the rapid thrivers so these are just you know questions to you know we're just going to go through them really quickly so when you think of someone who inspires you who comes to mind first pastor debuy Pastor Adeboye. Okay. And who is that? You'll have to, I am not familiar. Oh, he's the general overseer of the Redeemed Christian Church of God in Nigeria. Ah. He's one of the largest um, Pentecostal churches, one of the largest Pentecostal church in the world. Oh, wow. Okay. And have you met him personally? Yes, I have. Oh, okay. So, wow. That must be very powerful. Yes, he's a very, and a very kind man, very oh, gentle, very nice. kind like man. Yeah. I like that word. What is a daily activity that helps you with your thrive? Um, I read the Bible. I read the Bible every morning when I wake up um, because, you know, my spirituality and my, um, my natural life, they are not separated. They are, they are intertwined. So um, I read the Bible. Yeah. Okay, what is a book 
that's helped you with your thrive? Would that be the Bible? Yes, I would say the Bible. The Bible, yes. That's the book, the ultimate book, yes, the yeah. Bible. <laughs> Is there another book that you'd like to recommend? Atomic Habits. Oh, I yes, by James Clear. Yes, yes, it's amazing. Yes, that, is, that, that itself that is a Bible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is an app on your phone that helps you with your Thrive? Um, I would say my calendar. My calendar. You live by the calendar. Yes. Everything goes on there. That's why I called you yesterday <laughs> yeah, wondering yes, why yes. you're on this po- why you're not on the podcast. You're like, uh, it's tomorrow. I was yeah. like, no, it's today. You're like, no, it's tomorrow. I was, in fact, the one that was wrong. So... <laughs> And last but not least, what is one misconception that people have as you, have of you as they see you in your thrive? Uh, people think I'm too driven and I don't, um, people think I'm too driven and I don't give, I don't have fun. I don't even play with my family or spend time at all with my family, but that's not true at all. But uh, my wife is the one that can, that can confirm that. Can, that. They can attest to that. She can say, yeah. no, that's not true. I love that. And yeah. so, you know, where do we find more of you online? Um, the freshstarthub.com. It's, um, it's a community that is growing. We have over a thousand uh, members of the community now. Um, and it's it's growing, and we we hope that you know we we look forward to the days when we have like twenty thousand, thirty thousand, and um, yeah, so that's where people can find or LinkedIn. I'm always on LinkedIn. Sometimes it's so bad now that um, sometimes when my wife is trying to get my attention, she just send me a she message on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty bad. Okay, back yeah, to the yeah. driven. Yeah, back to yeah. the back to the misconception. Right. Yeah, yeah, love that. I love that. So, um, this podcast is called Empowered on My Skin, mm-hmm. and you know, if you can just quickly share what that means to you, the ability to help people to be able to, um, to stand on their own. Mm-hmm the ability to help people to make their own decisions and equip them with what they need in order for them to make informed decisions. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I love, I love you. Thank you so much for agreeing to be a guest. It's been Thank absolutely you. wonderful um, to learn from you. A go-getter. I am a go-getter. He's told us and yeah. uh, you know, and my guests appreciate you as well. So thank you so much, David. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. And to everyone that's listening, you know, this is where I say we're out. Bye-bye. <laughs> wow. So there you have it. I trust you're saying to yourself, I'm fully empowered in my skin. And remember, whatever platform you're listening to this on, please subscribe, like, review, and share this podcast with someone else that you feel can benefit from the empowering content that we deliver. As Tom Billia says, when we help others think in a way that is empowering, that is the lead domino to create real change in this world. It's been fun hanging with you. It's your girl, and I'm out.